spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Heads up out of the gates. Kings of Leon tickets just after 8 this morning. Another chance for you to beat the box office. So, hang in there for that. You see the video yesterday? Which, of Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> if you missed it, we'll deal with that in the in the six. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have a new nickname for him. Okay. I was thinking about it in the car ride on the way into work. I'll tell you when we get him in here. Um, but uh, it made me laugh out loud as soon as it came to me. <laughs> the guys, the firefighters from station, um, fire, fire hall station number two, were um, very entertained by Jimmy. Oh, oh as most people are, yeah. <laughs> you found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Because I've heard people talk about this enough that I think it might be a thing. I don't know if anybody's ever done this, but I, I bet you it comes up when this happens. Okay. If a friend of yours gets married... Okay. Yeah. And you go to the wedding and you give them a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, buy them a blender, buy them an air fryer, whatever the hell it is. And that marriage lasts less than a year. Can you ask for the money back? (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure this is a Seinfeld episode. Oh, is it? (laughs) Isn't there one where they get divorced and then George wants his gift back or something? It could be. But I, I, I don't. It think, does sound very. I think maybe that's where I'm thinking about the. I think 99 percent of people would not ask for that back. I would. Maybe it's curb your enthusiasm because it seems like a Larry David thing as well, and because Larry David would ask for it back. Um, you know, I, I think most people wouldn't ask for a gift back or money back. I would. <laughs> I think it should be a thing. I think we need to break down the walls. Yeah. Of whatever is holding us back from that. <laughs> is it a year? Like, let's put some timelines. So I just looked looked it up and everyone's like, "There's when you give a gift, you're not giving a gift with conditions. Like, there's no, you know what I mean? You're not like, here's a gift for you. Ah, but, I get that. Um, that's what I saw online. Because people have talked about this before, I guess. Okay. Well, let's try to establish 780-989-0957. If you want to help us establish some guidelines. Yeah. Like we've we've done a couple of things on this show. One, we are we're proponents of not giving money back to the charity for 50/50s. Yeah, if you're at a golf tournament yeah. and you buy the 50/50 and you win it, keep you, it. Keep your half. Yes. You don't have you already donated your money. Yeah. To the 50-50. Everyone did. The point of 50-50 is so somebody goes home with money and the charity goes home we with money. We already know you're a nice guy. You, you bought a to... bunch of 50-50 exactly. tickets. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Keep the money. 
Like that that's just that's a rule we've established. Yeah. I think we can establish another rule here. I'm not against it, I, by the way, like giving the gifts back. I, I just think that most people, myself included, would never ask for the gift back. Well, let's get past that and <laughs> establish some some guidelines okay. for this, okay? If anybody has any suggestions, we're open to a conversation about this. All right? 780-989-0957. That's a phone number as well as a text line. And does this does the DJ have to repay what he was paid for the wedding? Yes. <laughs> Because we we have a story <laughs> that ties into a friend of ours. Yes, he does. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. So we're discussing this morning, if a marriage ends quickly, where does the couple stand on giving back gifts? So, And this is brilliant. I, I sort of had like an idea. Yeah. Um, I'll... I'll I'll save mine because I think this is actually even better. Um, this is from Scuba, right? Scuba Steve said he heard of a guy who gave the couple five post-dated checks. The longer they waited to cash one in, the higher the amount went up. And uh, he said quite generously, if they waited and stayed together longer. So it was like, if you don't cash them in as the years go on, the value increase increases. I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. That kind of saves the going back to try to like until the until it's like six years down the road. Yeah, and they, Larry, they cast one of them and it bounces. I want the bread maker back. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking this was my idea, and, and again, this this is just we're brainstorming here. These are just rough ideas. If you have any suggestions, you can call or text seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. If a marriage lasts less than six months, okay, no, hold on. Let's start with a year. Yeah. Let's say you give the couple a hundred bucks, all right? And if the marriage lasts less than a year, I think you should get that money back. <laughs> okay? If the marriage lasts less than six months, yeah. I think you should be able to go to the house, get your hundred bucks back, and demand another hundred. <laughs> like, they should be giving Paying every, for your time? Yes. <laughs> Again, we're just brainstorming yeah, I'm here. Not but sure did how this you holds up eat in court. free food and booze at their wedding, though? No, no, that doesn't. No, that's not part of this. This is that doesn't this, factor this in. This is about letting everybody down, wasting our time, <laughs> right? But you got I, a good meal out of it. You got I'm, booze, I'm, and the DJ still has to pay it back. And the deed, but the DJ has to pay the money back. <laughs> yeah, that, that he made if they got paid to DJ a wedding. And the wedding doesn't last. That is directly on the DJ. Yeah. He's got to pay it back. What about the photographers and all that? Yeah. What do they do with all the photos? <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. Are you calling about the rules revolving around wedding gifts and prematurely ending marriages? Yes, I am. Because you got to hear this one. It's a good one. Okay. We went to a wedding a year ago, and uh, the bride and groom, they're older. He's 60, she's 58. And you have to pay for the water. The food was horrible. And then what they did is a week after the wedding, they figured out exactly what everyone gave. And they phoned and said, you didn't give us enough money. What? <laughs> no way. No. <laughs> yes. 
And he's a re- he's a he's a fireman for Sherwood Park, and she's a nurse. <laughs> That's amazing. They're wow. meant to be together, they though. They figured it out, and they said, "You guys only donated this right to the set, like nine, to ninety six cents." Unbelievable. Like, and they they yeah they said we're never talking to you guys again because you didn't donate enough money. Well, you don't want those people in your life anyway. Yeah, I think you might have dodged a bullet there. Can we play this call? Are you comfortable with that? Are are they going to hear this? Absolutely, 100% I'm comfortable with this. Because I <laughs> like I said, they even charged for bottled water. They didn't even have water on the table. And they didn't even have a dessert. And then they were complaining. And and when they did send the invitations, they said, if you're, we got everything we need. If you're obliged to give, please give money. And wow. then you gave money and they complained how much you gave. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We had one suggestion on text. Um, and this this might so- solve all our problems and end the discussion. You just got to stop going to weddings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, more funerals, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like you. You're cynical oh, like me. You. What's your name? It's thank you for yeah. this. You guys drive safe, okay? You too. Thank you very much. Have a great day. The Edmonton rooftop camp out for muscular dystrophy. Um, station number two is up on the roof. They went up yesterday. They'll be there till Thursday. If you search that webpage, you'll be able to donate, help out a great cause, great bunch of guys. We spent the afternoon with them yesterday. Yeah. In the past, one of the firefighters, Wes, is a big cold plunge guy, and he's literally spent years training. He actually think- trained with Wynn Hoffman, yeah. who is like the cold plunge guy, who's the breathing guy. and So he's actually... Yeah, gone and studied with Win Hoffman. Has he got a record? Has West got a record? Um, for how I remember long? last year, almost three he hours. Was trying to set a record, I don't know if he actually got it or not. I don't remember, but yeah. So West isn't there. He's not involved this year. And Jimmy volunteered on Friday. <laughs> he goes, <clears throat> "Well, I'll do it." And that's what like, I, "That's what I love about Jimmy is like West trains for years to do it, <laughs> and then Jimmy's just so full of confidence. He just, I could do that." No problem. No problem. I got I it. Could not do that for three hours. Even Courtney and Liam were like, "Are you? You don't have to. Yeah. Are you sure? Why? Nobody asked you to do that, Jimmy." So yesterday, Jimmy stepped up and he waffled a bit, yeah. but he he hung in there. I was nervous. Yeah, and and he did it to his credit. He jumped in the water. Um, we have video of it now. As a result of Jimmy's cold plunge yesterday, in minus. 25 weather. I have a new nickname for him. Okay. Little Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Play the video. Okay. Here we go. All right. Hold on. Hold on. on Hold on, Jimmy. I need to put my gloves on. (laughs) 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 Why don't you just rub it in a little bit more? Get nice and warm. All right. Jamaican shirt on. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, my God. I like that you didn't go down. They were they were yelling at me, go in, go in, go in. Get in the get in the tent! Get in the tent! I watched it and I was like, get down! Get down because you're just standing there screaming and your ankles are in. So some of the benefits of the cold plunge up to my yeah. Junk. Anyway, some of the benefits of the cold plunge apparently are yeah. uh, improved immunity, sleep quality, and increased fat burning. 
there's kind of this discussion that it increases testosterone okay. from the Joe Rogan group, yeah, yeah. right? There has been, that might be a bit of a myth. Yeah. There has been some studies that have suggested that that, that the increased testosterone is not a thing. So it's, it's kind of been debunked. Um, but it does help with some things, apparently. So what was sleep? Like I, I was, I was in bed. I've never been in bed by nine o'clock, and I slept all night. Like I was, uh, I was like done. Yeah, you know what? I think part of that though is because you spent, you spent about seven seconds in the water. Yeah, I'm not sure you were in there long <laughs> enough to fix your sleep. I issues. think it was the stress because you were wound up. You were so... Well, plus it was a long day. Especially with all the firefighters going, you realize you're an idiot for doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, um, Jimmy did a good job, and uh, we're very proud of him, even though he didn't, didn't spend a lot of time in he there. He visited up to his ankles. <laughs> no, I was, no, I was up past Stood my belly puddle. button. It was waist deep. <laughs> like... <laughs> This might be hard to explain to the family. It's The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Top 10 most dangerous cities in Canada. I was actually surprised by that. Were you by the list? Yeah. Hmm. Are, are, were you? Um, not really, no. I think it has to do a lot of times with the population like sometimes you're like wow that's a small town how is that on the list but it just because there's lots of crime per capita like north battleford saskatchewan is a lot of times named the most deadly city in canada you know it's like there's not that many people there which is per capita well we'll go through um nanaimo was 10 hamilton was nine makes sense oshawa (laughs) oshawa was eight Winnipeg was seven. It should be higher. Well, and that's that would because I was there, and there's a ton of crime in, yeah. in Winnipeg. Sault Ste. Marie was six. Sudbury was five. Kelowna was number four. Interesting. Lethbridge was number three, which makes sense. That I mean, that's because there's, the there's a huge amount. There's a huge amount of drugs Did and they call it gangs Methbridge? there. Methbridge? Do they call it Methbridge? Uh, some people do. Yes, yeah. because there's a lot. Of meth and you know what else on the happens too um, is that all the gangs from Tabor go to Lethbridge and cause well, havoc. That's true. They, there's a big turf war between Tabor and Lethbridge and the corn. <laughs> the corn not, wars have been ongoing there between, between Jebediah and the boys. And <laughs> uh, Red Deer was number two. I was surprised by that. Uh, Surrey, that that didn't surprise me. Yeah, as soon as you see Surrey, BC at number one, you're like, yeah, no, that makes sense. I lived there. Well, I didn't live there. I lived in Vancouver. And people always talked about Surrey. It's like, don't go there alone. Edmonton was 12. Toronto was, I think, 15 or 16 on the list. See, do you believe that Edmonton is more dangerous than Toronto? But, uh, but no, again, no. I think what you it's like it's capita. it's per capita because there's probably more crimes and murders and stuff in Toronto, but their population is double ours, if not more. I think right? it's more than double, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So more crimes happen. It's just. I think you're right, right? Like the smaller the city, and obviously this the crime is, this index is, and everything else. Yeah, it's, but it's it's still a, it's a per capita. You thing. should take a weapon in Lethbridge and Tabor. <laughs> I always I I always, always used. 
Always used to travel. have a knife on if my belt. If you're going to the Red Lobster in, in <laughs> Lethbridge, make sure you're packing. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by iFurniture. Better, cheaper, smarter. Visit iFurniture.ca. Now, Grant Johnson. There was a new study done on happiness in the workplace. So they went around and asked people, what makes you happy at work and what would make you happier? How can we make you happier in the workplace? As expected, a lot of people said, you could pay me more. That'll make me happy. (laughs) 52% of people said, you know, give me a raise. I will be so much happier in this workplace. Here's where this study made me shake my head, though. So I said 52% of people said, pay me more. 55% of people said they would actually take a personalized form of gratitude from their boss Mm. over a raise. Mm. Are you kidding me? Mm. If given the choice, the majority of people would turn down a raise and instead Mm. have their boss say thank Mm. you every once in a while. Mm. Was this Mm. study done by the bosses? They did this as a way to justify their pizza parties. See, the pizza parties are working. People love them. They don't need more money. Maybe I'm alone on this, but personally, I'd rather have more money and have my boss ignore me. Actually, I'd take less money if the bosses would ignore me more. 15% of people that did this study say they would be happier at work if they could have more one-on-one conversations with their boss. Mm. Psychos! Mm. You'd take one-on-one conversations over an open bar? Mm. Anyways, have a happy day at work today. The Grant oh. Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hall Tours. It's, it's Tuesday. Buy one tour, get one tour, and for an extra $3, they now offer ice baths before or after <laughs> your tour. Book at EdmontonGloryHallTours.com. Another moment with Dr. Locke. Jimmy decided he's 50. He's going to do a lot of the adulting things that he has put off over the years. Yeah. Example, he got glasses this year. Yeah. He's needed them for probably since he was a teenager. Um, ignored it. Got glasses. So, yeah. Are you enjoying it? I don't see I, glasses here today. I haven't been... Uh, the problem I have... No, they're not out. And let me explain why. So I tried wearing them yesterday and wearing the face mask and the toque. Oh, my glasses were... Uh, crazy. My toque were actually freezing over. No, it was even worse. It was ice. But overall, you're enjoying the glasses. I, I can see things like... I did karaoke the you other. You wish you got them twenty five years ago. Something like that. Like I did karaoke the other day, like on that on the, the long screen. weekend, yeah. and I could actually see what I was singing rather than guessing. Oh my god! He's been cleaning his apartment the last couple of weekends, which is awesome. Kevin just added something to his list that has to go on his adulting list. Okay, what? Take a food safety course, <laughs> please. Just okay, wash your hands. Just. Wash your hands. I didn't touch anything, and I did wash my hands. Okay. It, Grant got food poisoning <laughs> yeah, on Friday. last Friday. He needs the man up. Okay. I was reading an article about sleep apnea, and if you don't deal with your sleep apnea, it can cause a variety of problems. And I don't want to put any, because you're doing a great job, Jimmy. You're doing an excellent job with the adulting. 
and you're taking care of some things you should have been taking care of a long time ago. So good. I want to applaud that. So I don't want to put any pressure. But I think you need to put this on your list of things to do, Jimmy. I think you got to... I did hear that there's a, a surgery, too. Yeah, you can get a surgery. So you don't have to get it. that machine, but... No, because... Uh... I heard that too, but isn't that? Uh, I heard that's the removal of the adenoids. Well, that's I think part of it. I, but I, I think mine is a little bit more than that. I you think skip that, the machine. This is Jimmy sleeping. Lock was in his room. <laughs> this is from do- outside. <laughs> Lock was videotaping me sleeping. No, you you were in the room. I was in the hallway outside the door. That's how loud that is. Yeah, there was a moment there, too, where I didn't get it on tape. I stopped, yeah. but he, there was a long pause. Or and stopped I stopped breathing. I sat there and went, like, it was like 30 seconds where there was nothing, and then it was like, <laughs> where his body reminded him to breathe. There's more and more every, uh, constantly about how bad sleep apnea is for your heart. Yeah. How bad it is for your health overall. like Just your day-to-day existence yeah. on Energy the planet. Energy levels not, and mood I, and depression. And, you clearly have sleep apnea. So, yeah. I, again, the, like no, I that's, said. That's on my list because last time I went in for a checkup, that was two years ago. Um, uh, the doctors brought it up. They said uh, you need to do a sleep test, and I kind of avoided it. But, yeah, that's... Just tell I got audio. Just tell Just him. Said, can, you've already been diagnosed. I can, I can, <laughs> by Doctor Law. Yeah, he was in your room. Uh, what do you need me to sign? <laughs> you didn't even know he was there. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. I still run into the odd person that uh, has no idea what the bear is. The the TV show The Bear. Yeah. Yeah. No. With Lip from Shameless, yeah. he's Carmi, the the chef in this, mm-hmm. based in Chicago. It's a great show. It's on Disney. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he. Takes over his brother's restaurant, and if you're looking for a show, I, Maddie right Madison is in it. He's Canadian, Canadian chef. chef. Um, he's really good. Ironically, the only chef on the show, and he's does he's not a chef in the show. He's like, so, so he's the only guy. one that's actually a chef, but he's the maintenance man in the show. Yeah. So the filming started, uh, I think, a couple of weeks ago. And for season three? For season three. The short episodes, too. They're like 20, 30 minutes. Well, you know what? That might have something to do with the expected release date. Yeah. They're saying June this oh, wow. year, wow. which I was kind of surprised. There was an ending, which we don't need to get into, that has also sort of been confirmed mm-hmm. by the like the, the bloggers and the, the, the Reddit boards and, and whatnot, just based on where they're filming and everything. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say it out loud. If you're a fan of the show and how it ended, it looks like they lost somebody. Right? Oh, okay. So we'll leave it at that. And, and yeah, I'm excited hmm. about this. Yeah. What are you watching? Are you watching TV with um, the sale of the house? We and- haven't watched TV in like since Christmas yeah. because we were getting our house ready for sale and everything. I'm trying to get the wife to watch True Detective because I want to watch the new season and, and she wants to watch it with me. So I'm like, we just finished it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I, I wanted her to watch the Matthew McConaughey. Woody Harrelson season first to all get right, her hooked. All right, all right. Yeah, to get her like hooked on the show, so then we could watch the uh, Helen Hunt season. So has she? Yeah. It's not Helen Hunt, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Jodie Foster. Oh, same thing. <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> seen the show, and I know the actress. I didn't know that in this uh, the bear that Oliver Platt was in it. Yep. Yeah, who's that? He's um the oh, the yeah, uncle. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like the guy that I think has he's mobbed. Lord us. of the Rings. That's why Jimmy's interested in him. No, he's not Lord. Wasn't he uh, in? No, 
No. He was in the Three Musketeers. He was in a couple. He was in Chicago Med. He's, he's actually really in good. A lot in of, uh, I thought a lot he was in one of those fantasy. Oh, Simon Birch is what I was thinking. He was the dad in Simon Birch. And Simon Birch has a little person. Yeah, Carmi's uncle. Person. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It's the life of Jimmy. <laughs> From the Harvard Media News Center, the locker room news. Former Edmonton nightclub promoter Matthew McKnight, who was convicted of sexually assaulting five women, has been granted day parole. You may remember the story because it was very yeah. high profile in Edmonton. I remember it. He was convicted in 2020 for assaults that happened between 2010 and 2016. He was originally sentenced to eight years in prison before Alberta's top court increased his sentence to 11 years. Now he's out on day parole. On February 16th, he was granted day parole for six months to be served in a community-based residential facility in another province. Um, the board assessed him as an average t- statistical risk to reoffend. So how does that work? You they increase your sentence to 11 years, and, and then three, it's late, three years later, you're, four years later. you're out on day parole. Well, I, I, I think... Part of this has to do with, didn't he get beat up? That's um, why the judge originally gave him a lower sentence, was because he got beat up in prison, and they... Like, while they were waiting for trial? And so, the, for some reason... That so, there's made, time served here, too, There's though. time served, So, yeah. maybe it is a little longer than the, than but, the uh, four years, because yeah. that was before COVID, wasn't it? So, he was sentenced in 2020. Yeah. Um, I think it all started before COVID, yeah. So he might have been initial, in jail like maybe a year or two, right? Yeah, there might be some time served there. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know if if you get a beating in prison shouldn't get time off your sentence. (laughs) I sound like a horrible person, but I'm like, ah, it's prison. Yeah, it's part of the risks. Don't do the crime. Yeah. yeah. And anyone who does uh, the crimes against women are, or children are our um prisons full or something like because this happens quite a bit where yeah you're eligible for well he, robert picton is up for parole right now Bob, no he's not he's not gonna get it but still no. the fact that they're even like like paul bernardo yeah. gets parole Every it's just part of the process but they yeah they kind of sit there and listen to him you know and then they just go all right Go, that one was, go um, turn around, go back. I in. was seeing that one headlines all over the world. The Picton thing? Picton, yeah, for parole. Well, and the problem with that is, right, people will look at that and they'll go, they'll judge our system where, yeah, know, and rightfully so. But there's no chance. There's no chance. Own. Because how many, can you look it up quickly? How many women did he actually he confessed? Face? He confessed to murdering 50 and I think they charged him with eight or something like that. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like, the number of charges was not even close to... To what he actually did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he needs to stay in there. He mm-hmm. needs to die in there. Oh, sure, yeah. We all make mistakes. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Before we get into the Kings of Leon tickets, it's a text contest, not a phone contest. People, 780-999-0957. We did get a, a text that kind of confirms our suspicions about that story we were just dealing with. Well, you were talking about you were asking, are the prisons full? Why are they letting people out? And, and we got a text that says, as a former employee of the of the Remand Center, that facility has been at full capacity since day one of opening. So, yeah. Yeah. 
That's the issue, right? And so if somebody, if somebody is low on the yeah. on the threatened list or whatever, maybe they get out sooner. Move them out. Brutal, brutal. Uh, Kings of Leon beat the box office coming to town. Rogers Place Monday, September second. Details at ninety five seven cruisefm.ca. We've got tickets today and tomorrow. Pam has tickets this afternoon as well, and they go on sale Friday, March first at ten a.m. So this Friday, and we are playing. Kings of Leon Family Feud. <laughs> Woo. Today's question. Name something that might come out of your nose when you laugh. Survey says. Go to the text 780-989-0957. The Locker Room. Who are we calling? Newfie Chris. Is this Newfie Chris? Oh, yeah. Name something that might come out of your nose when you laugh. Survey says... Milk. Milk. There on we the go. List. That's on the list. You win Kings Leon tickets. Give us a good woo. Woo! There. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Again, tickets with Pam this afternoon and again tomorrow, same time, right here. The locker room. Welcome to the locker room. Does this involve an encounter you had on the bus? It's been a reoccurring encounter on the bus. So over the last, because I tried a different route uh, because of the weather and trying to stay outside as little as possible. So um, on one of my buses, it's happened twice, yesterday and today. I'm standing because I'm only going a couple of stops and and I'm... leaving the seats for people that are going to be on the bus longer. Okay. So there's this one guy, every time he gets on the bus, and it was yesterday and today, comes up to where I'm standing, looks down, sees me, turns around and sticks his ass right in my face and stands there for the for the entire time. So oh, he's probably he's- heard your nickname, Pink Guy. <laughs> <laughs> so is that him being... A dick, or is it? I'd, I'd have or am to I, see it. Like he's an older guy, but he does, he looks down. He acknowledges that I'm there. Is and he? Then, is he doing this? <laughs> no, he's not squatting so that it, I, I can does sniff. He but he's right there. And is there any moaning? So is it him just not caring whether or not I'm there? Is How it much room is there around you? Is he rubbing up against the pole? He probably doesn't want to take the seat because he sees you standing, and then he's like, well, I can't take that seat. Now I'll look like a jerk. So he's but he gets stand off there. at the same stop I do, and he has both times. So he's times. just waiting with you, I think. But he doesn't want to face you because then he'd be, you know, what's, what's worse, the butt can or you the stand, like, poke in the eye? But can't you stand, like... In a different spot, so you're not right here. Mm. Like I don't, I, I don't know, Jimmy. I, I'd have to see what he's doing. That's a good point. I, are, I you, are you height discriminating right now? <laughs> <laughs> Michael says he really likes you. I don't know what you, what you, what what, what like, his like intention is, it, is. He's getting off on the same stop, so he's okay, just standing so if next it was to the, you. Is he you bumping me, into you? No, like, no. Okay, I don't think it's a problem then, because. My my sort of thought when you get on public transit is, regardless of what spot you're getting off on, you have to s- sort of stand and be make, ready to go. Be ready to go. Make room for the people that are coming in. So that's sort of my mentality. And I, I don't always sit. I usually stand. Yeah, I um, never sit. Um, so I I usually I cozy up to people because I'm making room for the possibility of other people getting on. 
Okay, so it's not him being... This is in your own head, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think I think so. All right. Can we move on? I think yes, so. we can move on. The Locker Room, only on Chris. I need you to take the lead on this, Grant, because yeah, i got to find the song. Um, so there's a lot of chatter right now around the NHL about whether or not the Winnipeg Jets are in danger of leaving Winnipeg for a second time. I hate Winnipeg. <laughs> I guess um, so ticket sales have been awful in Winnipeg. Really? They have a great team. Um, but they, they are at, a really good team. They're this only year. at eighty six percent capacity at Canada Life Center. It's already a small arena. I thought it was. It's like fifteen thousand people can. It was the phone booth? Yeah, the phone booth back. Now it's Canada Life. Oh, they yeah they yeah, sold they. the rights from MTS to. So they're they're not even at ninety percent capacity in a small arena. That remember when they brought the Jets back, they said like this building has to be full every night for this to work because it's a smaller arena. There's not the big corporate base here that other cities have. Yeah, and so yeah, they're they're concerned about it. They're even um, selling twenty nine dollar tickets to university students just to get people to go to to, the, yeah. to like. Uh, um, tonight's beer. game against the Blues, that's what they're offering. Um, so get them in there People to buy in beer. Edmonton would fight in the streets for $29 tickets. <laughs> Everything yes. is down, too. We would fight Winnipeg. our own family members. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess um, concert attendance is down. Moose, because they still have the Manitoba Moose as well. Their attendance is way down. People in Winnipeg don't spend money very much. Like somebody, I, I, I messaged, somebody summed it up for me. I was say, I messaged one of my friends in Winnipeg. I was like, "What's going on?" He's like, "It's too expensive. It's like a hundred bucks for a ticket last night." I'm like, oh, you. It is a. Um, they're a bargain city. Yeah, they get everything. They they want everything cheap. They they don't want to pay for anything. And that yeah. and you know what? Listen, if you meet anybody, that's not me disparaging that city. If you meet anybody from Winnipeg, that is totally a thing. Yeah, um, they're they're definitely always I mean, looking in, for the deal. In Manitoba, they get other people to pay for their weddings. They have the wedding socials before the weddings. What a racket! And sell that people is. tickets and raffle items. Well, not to only pay that, for their wedding. not only that, they get all of the raffle items donated. Yeah, it's all free. <laughs> so all the stuff they get. I remember when I first started there, yeah. and, and I was I was management at the time, and I would get like a hundred. 200, 300 requests a year for socials. For socials. Yeah. And I remember when it, the first week or two that I was there, I pulled somebody aside that was a long time Winnipegger, and I'm like, what's going on here? And they're going, oh, they're trying to get stuff for their socials. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right. They're like, well, you just, you're going to get too many requests. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Keep and then up I, to them. St- I started going to the, the socials, which isn't even the wedding. Yeah. And they'd sell tickets. So you'd have to pay to go to the social, social. and it, literally it would be a hall in the middle of the bald ass prairie, crappy DJ with a bad DJ, yeah. and like cold cutlets on a table at midnight. Yep. And then you got to go to the wedding too. But and then you got to go to the wedding, and nobody wanted gifts; they wanted cash. Yeah, just give us the, cash. The thing with the Jets, though, is when they came back, all the the original, the ones that loved them right from like way back when they were the before. All those people are dying off. So all the people that you know came and were uh, buying all the tickets that did all that kind of stuff, like like they I, didn't I buy know tickets the first time. That's what's that? <laughs> I said the first time they were there, they didn't buy tickets. That was part of the problem too. This uh, might also be a strategy to scare Winnipeggers. So like now, scare them now. I, yeah, get the support because 
it, it might be a tactic. Honestly, I guess um, season, season tickets are a big concern. So when they came back to Winnipeg, they capped season tickets. They said, we can only sell 13,500 season tickets. And now they've only sold 9,000 season tickets. So like even all their season tickets aren't sold out. Um, yeah. They can't take that team away from that city again. Oh, there, would, there would be riots. <laughs> Round three in Atlanta. Let's go. I'm cheering for it. I'm not going to lie. Like, there would be riots. I, I have team. Let's move the Jets again. No. You hate Winnipeg. I, I love like Winnipeg. Winnipeg. And I, I think it would be hilarious. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. As much as- I hate Winnipeg. I would actually feel really bad for the people in that city. (laughs) The locker room. We're calling Courtney from the rooftop campout for muscular dystrophy. Hello. How's it going, Courtney? Good. Can you hear me? I can hear you. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. How are How are the boys? You guys have an okay first night? Oh yeah, it was all right. A couple of us. I snored the whole night, man. You know that gangly ball in the back of your throat? Yeah. Yeah. I was like four times its size. It's that crisp cold I was, air. I was sawing on it all night. So the boys were a little upset at you? Yeah, they're angry with me, yeah. Well, it's all part of it. You You're guys sleeping are, outside the tent tonight. Yeah. You guys yeah. are you guys yeah. are out there till Thursday. If you're looking to make a donation to help out the Edmonton Firefighters rooftop camp out for muscular dystrophy, go to triple W dot edmonton rooftop campout.ca do you have any idea of where you guys are at um for the money raised um i know i think we're for sure over the five thousand mark i gotta just nice. double check like we were saying yeah just stuff's coming into the bank accounts and then we can get a tally on it but what we had come in last night from foot traffic and that, i think yeah we're around the five thousand mark yeah at one point yesterday when we were with you we had like a twelve hundred dollar donation what was the the name of the brewery uh, that was Detention Brewery. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, they brought some beer down, and and uh, obviously they have a connection with uh, with that disease. And um, so, you guys are doing a great thing. Um, if you're looking for any information, again, the webpage is Edmonton Rooftop Campout. Dot ca. Um, Jimmy said that he is going to come down and do the plunge again today. So yeah, uh, no, Jim, no, he didn't. <laughs> With less clothing this time. No, he didn't. I'm still like I'm just starting to get full feeling in my feet. Yeah. Well, we watched that video multiple. <laughs> I think he's just standing there yelling. Because yeah. ah! <laughs> you're yelling for me to go in deeper, and I'm yelling no. Get me out of here. Uh, we calculated how long he was in there. It was just shy of 10 seconds. It was like 9.3 really? seconds. Yes. Yeah. And of course, the course this morning when we were talking about it, he was taking credit for all of the benefits of the cold plunge. <laughs> Yeah, his testosterone's up. Everything, yeah, <laughs> slept better, flying higher right now, covered in hair. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, well, we'll keep in touch, and uh, we'll give you a shout again tomorrow. You guys try to stay warm up there, okay? Say hi to the boys for us. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks. This is like, get me out now! Uh, if you want to see the video, it is priceless. It's up yeah. on all of our social yeah, media. It'll be on our social media, YouTube. Of, yeah, it's on the Locker Room YouTube page, yeah. too. All right, so a lot of fun. There mm-hmm. you go. And good for you. I 
I he was stayed not in there it. for 10 He's like, seconds. You should do because it. I'm like, no, I'm not. He stayed in there 10 seconds because he needed people to lift him out, and that's how long they left him in there. <laughs> the locker room, only on cruise. We're calling Mariah from the Mariah and Ty show. Hello? How you doing, my friend? Hey, good to hear from you, Locke. I'm doing okay. How are you? Good. Big day tomorrow. We've got the pink shirt day discussion, which you are a part of. Yes, yes. I'm very excited. And uh, it'll be nice to just hear some other people's stories and connect a little bit. So Jimmy's going to be leading the charge, and I can't wait to hear uh, his own stories. We've talked about me being involved in that. And the reason we don't is because Jimmy and I have a very interesting dynamic that I'm not sure people that are tuning in to watch an anti-bullying discussion <laughs> would understand. Yeah. Why, why yeah. is Locke involved? Like, like why? Okay, Locke, uh, Jimmy's talking about bullying. Why is Locke yelling at Jimmy right now? You're like, this is the best example no. of how to uh, act. Uh, no, no, that's very no. fair. So you know what? It, we're aware of it. Your your closeness, right? And yes. if uh, people don't get it, hey, that's okay. That's a special relationship, you guys. We're like brothers. <laughs> we're like family. Yeah. Yes. And, and we fight like we're brothers as well. So uh, we've always sort of looked More for... father, son. Because <laughs> how More many fathers. years have you guys been working together? Uh, 256. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Checked out. Uh, it's been a while. Actually, I think that... Discussion happened last night. It was 2013. It, it, it was 2013, so we're closing on... Actually, it is. it has been... 11 I've years. Spent more 11 time years. With Jimmy than I have with my children, <laughs> which is disturbing. Um, well, hey, anyway, uh, that's what makes the radio magic, right? What we, um, what we're doing with this, I think a lot of people um, are aware of it. It's the Pink Shirt Day discussion. Jimmy does it on Pink Shirt Day, which is the last Wednesday of every February, so it's tomorrow. And there's information at 957cruisefm.ca. And all kidding aside, this is a great day for Jimmy. It has been something that he has been passionate about about teaching people about bullying and how to deal with it in your own personal life and on the other side of the coin too how to deal with it if you're a bully jimmy one of his more interesting stories is after going through you know quite a bit of pain and 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 discomfort in his in his teenage years in high school ended up befriending um one of the bullies so that's kind of an inch yeah, an interesting sort of um angle there and so the discussion is at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time tomorrow, and the link, which is on the webpage, Jimmy? Yeah, it'll, it'll be on the webpage, it's on the Crew YouTube page, a Crew's YouTube page, and yeah, anywhere. So, anybody can watch this, but we do get a lot of classrooms. You'll be surprised, Mariah. Um, yeah. Last year, when I was watching this, I couldn't believe, like, the chat went just cra- Like, there's hundreds of kids and, and families and, and organizations that are watching this. So, it's it's great. I'm glad you're on board to, to help Jimmy out with this. Yeah, thank you so much for doing that with us this year. No problem. No, it's going to be exciting. I'm just, um, I'm curious to see, you know, the questions that roll in and hear people's stories. And I think something that um, even a lot of people don't resonate or want to know more about is how to handle some of this stuff, even as an adult, right? In the workplace or like, you know, I know there's going to be a lot of kids, um, you know, tuning in from different classrooms and stuff, but these are some good tools you can get when you go into the, into the university world, into the workplace. Maybe you have um, trouble working for your first time boss or something like that. It's just all good skills to um, try and talk about and, yeah, I'm sure you can speak to that on your expertise of this, Jimmy. It's going to be great. I'm excited. 
And thanks for having me on, you guys. This is perfect. Thank you again. Um, and if you're looking for any information about this, 957cruisefm.ca, we got to thank our partners, which is Kids Helpful, which is a organization right across the country that helps out anybody that's dealing with um, this type of thing in their life. So it's 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 nice that we've got an answer too, right? We've got to, mm-hmm. we got a place to send somebody to if they if they are looking for some help. And also Harvard Media cuz it's going to be across the company at all our stations uh in Canada. Getting good support, getting good support from the company. Thank you, Mariah. Thank you, okay, take care guys. Thanks. You've been listening to the Locker Room podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 957 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.